Hi, Sam. Hello there. Oh, what? You can't match. I, I, I was like, I was high energy. Like I was voice. high energy all day, and then you just Fuck went. You. You're jet lagged, aren't you? I am. Yes, you are. In, I just got back from Mexico City promoting Overboard, and it was incredible. And now you're here in my house early know, in the morning. I know, just to annoy you. And, it is a little early, isn't it? Uh, yes, and I haven't showered. Like, makeup is from last night is like streaming down my face. I'm not wearing a brassiere, which is too, I shouldn't have told you that, but I'm not sure you know what a brassiere is, so it doesn't matter. Well, you look great. Thanks. Yeah. Oh. I think you look very relaxed. <laughs> I thought you would say that I look annoyed, which I am. <laughs> I did want to ask you, though. First of all, congratulations on the success of Overboard. Oh, thanks. Great weekend. Thanks. I, I mean, it made a shitload of money for the amount of screens it was on. I thanks. think it was the number one comedy in, in America. Thanks. And I'm sure it was the number one comedy in Mexico. I don't know if it was released in Mexico at the same time. Um, no. releasing it later? No. It's coming out in a couple of days, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Yes. But um, no, I'm really proud of it. And thanks, Sam. I'm very proud of you, and you were amazing in it. And dear listeners, please, please, please go out and see Overboard because it truly is fantastic, and Anna is amazing, and Eugenio also. He's a delight. I am really proud of the movie. Did he annoy you during the tour at all? He's amazing. He's so, like, people just love him, and I'm just really honored to to get to work with him. It was amazing in Mexico City because I know how much people love him here, but it was amazing to see, like you know, so many fans come out. And it was the first time that I went onto a red carpet because, you know, you go onto the red carpet and there's the photographers and they're screaming your name, which is dizzying and flattering and overwhelming. But they're always shouting, Anna, Anna. For the first time in my life, the photographers were like, Anna, Anna. And I was so shocked that I bet there's like a ton of photos with me, like almost almost like getting teary. How did that make you feel? You were... I was, it was surprising. It made me feel really familiar. Because that doesn't happen happen as often in the the States? No, no, no. Because, you know, because in Spanish, my name would naturally be pronounced on. Gotcha. So it wasn't like, it was a a gift to me. I see what you're saying. So they're probably thinking Anna in their heads, but they're saying Anna. Yes. But (laughs) to me, it felt like, I'm home. You're home. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to feedback real quick, Anna. So this is from Brittany, and Brittany wrote in to talk about the caller who doesn't know how to get her husband to become more active. She doesn't know what to say about uh, his unhealthy lifestyle and how to communicate with him. So this is Lauren, and Lauren said, OMG, I'm listening to the podcast with Dak Shepard right now, and I'm literally screaming at my phone. I know this woman. She's me two years ago. I've been with my husband 11 years, married five times, and trust me, the annoyances grew like mold on cheese. Based on my personal experience, this is a true lesson in patience. The way I handled it and essentially grew out of my husband's annoyances and lack of taking care of himself was to make those needed changes his idea. She may have to get crafty, and I get it sounds like manipulation, but that's the ugly truth. Oh, and one of his worst ones is not shutting drawers or cabinets. I think... uh, uh, Dax mentioned it about Kristen Bell not, not oh that's uh, right that's right oh you even wrote yeah which I found hilarious about Dax said that about Kristen Bell because I've never heard of anyone else doing this by the way Amy does this as well Amy pointed that out to me too and I didn't want to bring it up then but she does it all the time as well I guess it's a thing do you do it? no but uh, usually people open things for me anyway so then they close them <laughs> she <laughs> She goes on to say, I feel you, man. I've painted my cabinetry with enough colorful words to make a sailor blush. So with that, for instance, I began to kind of playfully sassy and ask him, oh, are you done with this drawer? 
to which he responds like a pro smartass, smiles and shuts it. It has seriously lowered the amount of times I've had to go behind him and shut things. As far as getting him to eat right and exercise, it took him being diagnosed with hypothyroid, gaining a bunch of weight, and getting depressed over it. He hit that age where the beer gut showed up and reality slapped a sexy face. Like, I like the way she writes. <laughs> yes, I know. She's just funny. <laughs> I totally get it. I struggled my weight for six years before I became a runner, and it caused me a lot of depression and loss of self-confidence. I got him to run a half marathon with me and another, wow. yeah, and another couple for fun, and he loved it so much he kept up with it afterwards and even runs more than I do now. In her case, I agree with going at the angle of concern for her loneliness if something were to happen to him and that they need to take care of each other for each other. The idea of getting out to enjoy the warmer weather will work maybe a couple of times, but if he's so into Netflix, maybe make him watch The Magic Pill and go keto. We did and have never been happier. Um, I don't wow, know magic, that's really good. I don't good. know what the magic pill is. I don't, know, I, I don't either, but that's really good advice. Lastly, my husband has always been a big gamer too. It really upset me for years that he would come straight home and get to his game while I did all the chores or just get completely ignored. I feel like that's a theme. We had a kid and nothing changed. And our sex life went out the window, not because of the kid, but because I wasn't feeling appreciated and loved and I needed to be shown love. So one day I broke down and explained how his lack of helping me with things made me feel and that I needed his attention in these ways. People love feeling needed. So when I told him I needed this of him, he understood. This conversation had to happen a couple of times over two years for it to stick. Trust me, I was to the point of leaving him two years ago when he messed up and lost my trust. Suddenly, things that annoyed me were amplified. Now I come home, he's doing dishes, helped with our kids' homework, and some nights even has dinner going. I couldn't be happier. Maturity, I think, has a lot to do with things. But again, patience and communicating your feelings, not your thoughts, is key. What helped me through learning this patience was my gut. It never wanted me to leave him, and my gut is never wrong, so I didn't. And I'm proud of myself for that. Thank you so much for an amazing podcast. You keep my brain functioning while I listen to my little cubicle at work. I love you. Keep up the good work. And fuck you, Sim. XO Brittany. Thank wow. you so much. That, that was amazing. We, and we've been loving the feedback. It's, it's, um, it feels like we're building this community of people like experiencing similar problems. And we don't know what we're talking about all the time at all. So it's really nice. Please, please keep it coming. Anna, do you remember the other call with Allie? She was talking about her ex-husband. Uh, her ex-boyfriend, I her believe. Her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, and it was really tough because she was still, she still had a lot of feelings for him, and he had um, an addiction to cocaine, right? I believe, and he, but he had been sober for I think five or six months. You know, she didn't know if she should get back together with him. You know, he, I think that he was, he really wanted to get back together with her. Dax and, gave some incredible advice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because Dax. Yes, he's, and he's yeah, he's very open about that, and it was it was very it was really personal. Well, she wrote to us. She wrote back to us. Oh, great! Because okay. we recorded the Dax up a little a little while ago, so there is an uh -huh. update already. So Allie wrote to us, and she wrote, "Hi, Anna and Sim. I just wanted to let you know how things are going since we talked on the podcast, especially since it aired today. My ex and I did a lot of talking since then, and set boundaries, and we are now back together. I've visited him a few times, and can tell he's taking positive steps and is keeping sober." 
We really do fit wonderfully together, and the advice on your podcast with Dax is just what I needed. I've joined some Al-Anon groups online, and it's been really helpful. I know I know that Dax really expressed yes. how Al-Anon yeah. really, really just changed everything. But she goes on to say, Now that the sobriety is clear and I have an understanding, we're very committed to making this thing work and may even get married after a while. Oh, our family and friends are on board now with our relationship, and I even let him listen to the podcast with me tonight, and he was just so amazed. So thank you so wow, much. Wow, that's amazing. You guys made a positive impact more than you know, and you're completely qualified. Love, Allie. Oh, Allie, thanks so much. I'm I, That makes me so happy, and you're an amazing person. I just got chills. I mean, I hope yeah. that you understand. Like that makes, that's, That makes me feel amazing, the fact that... The three yeah. of us were able to help. Well, and um, I don't know if I helped much, but but I don't know if but, I helped much either. But but Ali, I bet your love and support is also really helpful for him, and and good for you. And um, I'm really I'm really happy for you. It sounds like you're you're really happy. All right. Well, let's get to the show, Anna. Bella Thorne, I know you fell in Bella love with Bella. Bella Thorne. You fell in love with her, didn't I you? Totally did. I fell in love with her too. She's amazing. So here we go. Here's Bella Thorne. How much garlic are we talking? A, bit, a little bit of garlic. You you wouldn't want to be uh, you wouldn't want to be doing that makeout scene that we're supposed to do later, Bella. I think I would. <laughs> Bella Thorne. <laughs> oh, hey, dear listeners, Bella Thorne is here today in my dressing room, and it's awesome to have you. It's so colorful. What a crazy dressing room you have. I mean, honestly, it is just like. <gasps> It's like the uh, rainbow up in here. Yeah. <laughs> this is when you you feel like you don't have job security. So you don't like hang up anything in your dressing room and I did get the massage chair though that Cassie's in. Um oh, and, that uh, is worth it. When the show is over, I have no idea what you're gonna how do with to it? get that home removed or I'll Pick take I'll take it. Well, if you can literally take it, great. Are you giving this to me? Because I will. Yes. I love it. The massage chair this is, is a yours. Gift. Promise me this is this is your first gift to me ever in the 18 years we've known each other. Is that really yes, true? Probably. What about the gift of this podcast? That's, <laughs> That's true. That's we don't ask for much. <laughs> the gift of my presence. Yes. No, seriously, you could. That's, I can it's have yours. It? Yes, Thank but you you have to figure out how to get it out. Okay, I got it. You guys, are I, I have some people. All right, I'm telling you, right. they Michael had to Sherman, assemble it up right. here. Right why, don't, why, no, why, why can't you take it back? This hey. is my lovely sister, Danny. Hey, Danny, what's yeah. up? Yeah, Danny. Danny, would you like um, something? Would you? We have burritos. Um, we have beverages. We've got a dog. We've got. Uh, Wait, whose dog? Who, can we talk about this dog here? Who? I, this dog is the best. Thank you. Uh, she. I don't know why I'm saying thank you, but I'm saying thank you for <laughs> it's her. It's not yours. I think. It is mine. Oh. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> her name is Tampon. Did you have Tampon? To- <laughs> did you, I love it. Did you have to get a um, like a special permission thing to bring the dogs on the lawn? Yeah. Well, she's a service dog. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So it's, so it's like, hey, Peter Roth, you got a, a new tampon for like. I have the written form and everything, like all the paperwork. Oh, so, so you I can. Kinda, I just sent I've, that through. I actually like, thought that you like were going to get kicked off the lot, or I don't know. I no, heard a they rumor. are really strict. It's un, in. It's honestly a little bit insane. But when I go in my dressing room to cry, tampon is there. 
And she is, she literally does me a service by cheering me up and making me actually feel better. Do you cry a lot? Oh, I'm a big crier. You are? I'm my That's emotion so like piano keys. <sighs> like how, I've like like twice a week, three times every day? Like... It depends. Okay. Depends on what you're putting me through. Okay, what, what makes you cry? A lot of things. Um, honestly, like even just having deep talks with people, like we'll, we're usually in our group, we just like sit around, we'll smoke, and we just have deep talks. And we have weird things playing on the TV and all these different YouTube videos of like worldly weird shit just like going on. And like somebody will say something, we'll be getting into a talk, and like there I am, just getting really choked up. And I'm like living in this talk. It's like literally, I'm super it's very um <clears throat> i can cry it's uh are that's you, just when i do it without the tv but, but do you but what about like when you're at, when you're in a scene is that hard for you to access no it's actually that is like one of the things i would actually say i'm best at when it comes to acting is 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 crying dialogue is obviously like it's its own animal to to conquer but um crying is um I've been doing it ever since I was little, like literally ever since I was little. They were like, oh, Bella, she'll cry. Get her in here. Like they knew me like that when I was younger before I was on Shake It Up. Because it's really hard for me. In general, I don't, I mean, wouldn't you say, I don't know if you've. I've never seen you cry without that stick, the menthol stick. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. I you just them. put her all up on a silver platter. I mean, <laughs> honestly. No, I totally like, especially with mom, like, cause I occasionally will have to do like for, for a multicam every once in a while we do like some more dramatic things and I'll be crying or whatever. And I, 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 I totally have to use that, that stick. And I actually kind of, I weirdly like it. Um, I like the way it feels, which is kind of fucked up. But yeah, no, it's hard for me to. You're also to do that. doing it in comedic timing. Obviously, yeah. crying is much more difficult when you're having to follow by the beats and the time that you're running and you're doing a four camera, you know, and what do you do? Live audience sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, that's just so much more going into it than when you're an actor, a director, your scene partner is there and they have a camera close up on you and you have all the time in the world not all the time because people are spending money by minutes that you're there but you have like a a good amount of time to get there and and let it take you there because in acting obviously when you're doing more drama stuff it's not like you just cry and there's there's reasons there's a build-up there's like this whole space of emotions that happen right before the tears come and you got to get there every single time to get those tears i had a friend who was auditioning there were two scenes she was auditioning for. I, I, I can't remember what the character was, but she, there were two scenes. There was The first scene was like a sexy scene where she was supposed to be seducing somebody. And the second scene was an emotional scene where she's supposed to be sobbing. And so she put the menthol stick like a little bit on her between her forefinger and her thumb. And so she does the seduction scene or whatever. And they're like, okay, let's move on to the next scene. And so she's like, okay, can I just have a second? She puts like her, you know, her fingers up to her eyes with the menthol you know, and she's like looking all serious or whatever, and like she's really getting into it, and she starts to, to to tear up. And then they said, "You know what? Actually, let's go back and do the seduction scene oh, again." No. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, "But I'm already in it. 
<laughs> you can't you can't stop this process of an actor, guys. I'm in it. I'm literally about to cry. Roll the cameras. Let's do this scene, <laughs> please. I was like, did you get the part? Like, no. Also, it's so interesting for like uh, two scenes to pick for someone. You're like seduction, okay? Yeah. Tears. Yeah. Let's see if she can do both. <laughs> that is like sadly the chore of the female actor <laughs> can you seduce and can you cry anything in between no we don't want it get out uh, of here hey so what's the favorite character that you've played mm, the movie that i'm promoting right now that just came out it's called midnight sun and that director we actually did another movie that's very different movie um and it's called the i still see you it was break my heart a thousand times, but they changed the name. Who knows if they'll go back. So just look for it anyway, guys. Um, and that character is just, her name is Ronnie. And there's so many similarities with her that I feel like she's, she lives inside of me. Like, and how do you mean? Like, what, what's the character like? It's a, tw it's a thriller. It's a twist on like a ghost story. Um, and in the film, she loses her dad and, it was weird because my character is born um, the day before my dad was, um, like right at leap year, and it's a huge uh, story arc in the film. Oh, it's all wow. based around her oh. birthday. Oh, yeah, and her dad's like her missing her dad, and this this cold stone person that she's become. She's so angry because every day she has to see her dad. Even though he's dead, he appears there, and there's these things called REMs, and they look like you would think that they're real. They're right next to you, and then you try and touch them, and they just dissipate in thin air. And so every morning, she has to have breakfast with her father. And oh. It's just like this, and then the thriller part comes in of her trying to figure out why someone's coming after her. All these weird instances happen one after another, um, and it's kind of like, a fight for her life, but also a fight to to move on with her life and get past her losing her father. And actually, the day that we filmed the scene that I say goodbye to my dad in the film was the day that our dad died. April fifteenth was on the day we shot this oh all my these scenes, and I was like, "Man, these scenes on this day, man, like." So why do you oh. cry again? <laughs> How do you tap into that? Yeah, that was a little bit easier. Oh God, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Because sometimes projects can be sort of healing. Like I became, I think, a, I've, I've always been a pretty nice person, but playing Shelly in the house bunny, I really felt like I became I kind of movie. a Thank you. I mean, I love like every movie I've been in, but oh, thanks. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, I just play a ding dong all the time. Yeah, but you're not just a ding dong. You're like I'm a kind really... ding dong. No, but you're smart. It's like even when you're being a little bit of a a, a ding dong, it's it's clear that you're still you're still smart. Thanks. But isn't ding dong fun to say? Yeah, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. We've embraced it lately. Yeah. You also added the Yahoo. You Yahoo ding dong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a fucking Yahoo sometimes, Sim. Thanks. I, I see. I, as I was just bragging about how I became a nicer person, I yeah, abused, you went right back to abusing me. I abused my producer, my dear right friend. back. <laughs> hey, Bella, where did you grow up? Miami. And when did you move here? We moved out. My family and I moved out when I was nine. 
Yeah, so we've been here for a minute. What do you? What are the things that you like? Two things that you like, and two things you don't like about LA. I really like LA. I know a lot of people are like, me, 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 LA. Well, fuck you, then move. Get over it. Stop complaining and move and make yourself a happier person if that's what you think it's going to make you. Okay. Get out of LA if you really want to. You're going to sit around and complain about it on your couch all day. Anyway, I like LA. Uh, people is a little bit of a different story. You never know what breed of person you're going to get here, whether they're going to be the fake nice or the nice nice or the person that's from Alabama that's just here that's like, hell yeah. I'm I'm down to be friends with everybody and you're like I love you guy it's like you really never know who you're gonna meet but I like the weather and um I like it because it's it's really what I know I've, I've kind of you know even though I know Miami as well I more of my core memories I think are in LA and we've traveled a little bit but I I like LA I love sticking my head out the window and it's like fresh and sunny I don't drive so it's easy for me to stick my head out the window when someone drives. Yeah. You in tampon. Yeah. Taking on the world. Exactly. <laughs> it's actually who fights for the the window seat because tampon, she, she wants the window as well, you know, as you know, but I want to stick my head out the window, but I can't make sure that she's safe while I stick my head out the window. So I guess that's what they say about when you have kids, you just got to give up your life, you know? I really want to see that visual. I hope someday I see you and Tampon in the passenger seat of like a Mazda Miata. Yeah, it's a pretty good visual. Your sister's driving. Here's like going to the beach. And I'll be like, you guys, wait for me. No, you'll be in the trunk. We stole you. <laughs> I love it. Just need a little air in here, guys. Can I get a breeze? <laughs> do you guys ever do this really late at night when you're just absolutely exhausted? Yeah, we, we used to. We used to do it. Yeah, we used um, to, like from seven to nine. Because you guys yeah. must talk some crazy shit. Yeah, and and then it would we would like all sit by the fire and the like the nights would go late because you're you're forming this bond with somebody when you, you know when you're doing this and and so it because it, it podcast it, it there's a different level of intimacy so you really kind of get to know somebody that is interesting and um and like create, I'm getting to know you right now yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh, not only can she cry, she can breathe. <laughs> but yeah, no, I totally, I totally get this. It's, it's awesome because there's, there's no camera in here, and it's just like I know, isn't that, isn't that great? It's I, awesome. I know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
this mm-hmm. is what podcasts really yeah. should be. Like this is this is why you make a podcast because it's awesome. <laughs> From the moment you start, it's just dope. Like I'm serious. <laughs> I'm feeling great right now. <laughs> I fucking I love, love it. But it's true. Well, because it, it is it's a more intimate format. And we try to create like a safe space and not ask too many you know like super like, personal uncomfortable well, questions i do like to but i always want to make sure that people are comfortable and and leave feeling good and happy and that they like me because i always want to be liked because i'm an actor i guess because you're a human being i guess so well, I, this isn't your typical like press tour in the sense that you know you can in the sense that we never talk about it well, we're not gonna have we're not projects well that's true too we don't mention we mention at the end usually but we we try to make our guests comfortable wait why are you laughing i just thought that was a funny thing i said well, we have no <laughs> there are no gotcha questions is what i'm saying there's like we're not gonna try and trap anyone we're not gonna just gonna we want to hang out hopefully and if they want to hang out with us great it'll be for a better podcast it's always like you're definitely i feel like gonna get more out of someone when it feels like you're not trying to bait them into saying something they're not comfortable with or they didn't want out there at that time. Exactly. So speaking of that, though, we don't have to go into your personal dating life, but this will be the imaginary dating life, unless you want to, which I love to do that kind of shit. But but we're going to imagine, if you're okay with it, that you're single. Oh, boy. These are, this is the deal breakers round. Oh, deal breakers. (sighs) I'm ready to break some deals. Let me tell (laughs) you. Okay, he owns a tiger. Where? Well, he keeps it in the guest house. Encaging an animal. Don't like it. It's well, it's a roomy guest house. <laughs> <laughs> we like we have lots of cats, and we people are like, "Oh, you have indoor outdoor cats." Like, you know, what if this and this? And it's like, unfortunately, when those days come, you have to deal with it. But it's just not worth the life of encaging an animal, like making them feel like this is on their their life. You know, it's not really fair that we get to literally go anywhere we want at any time in the day, go fly across the country if we fucking want to, and then you've got your poor little cat who just only knows four walls like its whole life that's so sad but you seem to be fine with encaging me in your trunk of your master <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's way cooler hypocrite <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna post an instagram like guess who i got in the trunk <laughs> <laughs> and i gotta tell you bella I'm so ready to like trap you in my attic. Ooh, I like attics. I can go through all your old things. God, I'm sure you have so many memories in there I can just dig through. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dear diary, Bella Thorne is snooping through my things. Seemed like a good idea to put her in the attic. Not anymore. <laughs> Going to have to bludgeon her. Didn't want to immediately. Bludgeon, nice. Thank you. You're welcome. That's my preferred method. <laughs> we used to talk about murder all the oh, time. We I don't know. so you, much you anymore. You've become much kinder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What would your preferred method be of murder? Uh, it depends on, you know, what the person did that you think in your right of mind deserves murder. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's kind of a scale of like murder. I did uh, one of the Amityville horror films and um, I got to brutally bludgeon 
this dog to death. Oh. No, it was quite fun. It wasn't real. It wasn't alive. It was actually horrifying yes. because it was a uh, taxidermied coyote and they had his whole insides obviously carved out so that they could put their hand in it to attack me with it because it's attacking me in the film and I couldn't get off the floor like after I stabbed that thing to death they also had it drip saliva onto my face like slowly and that's like also part of the scene that our director Frank Alphone thought was definitely necessary for the saliva dripping on my face and you know after that brutal attack I couldn't get off that floor for like I don't know, 15 minutes. Oh. Like realistically, I'm just like this and they're like, we're moving on. And I'm literally just, I could not even move at all. I was so, oh, it was such an experience. But you know, the stabbing part, I feel like just a good old knife. Let's go old school, shining style or an ax. Oh, ax is fun. Cause you're just like, That's oh, look at me. I got an ax. I look badass. <laughs> I have I talk about this on the podcast a lot, but um, I have this reoccurring dream of, and I don't even know who my nemesis is, but I'm in a public bathroom, and there's somebody that uh, like I'm I'm very angry at. Like, well, know. I like the setting already. I love public bathrooms. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> They're so dirty. <laughs> and I take the lid off the porcelain. Like the basin you with know? your hands or with your sleeve? With my hands. Oh, wow. And I just whack somebody in the head as hard as I can. It's a odd, it's, a, I guess that's how, because I'm not, I'm not a very, Did you angry. say this was a dream? It's a reoccurring dream, yeah. Reoccurring? Yeah. I haven't had it for a while. I don't know what that means, but maybe I'll have it tonight. Aren't reoccurring dreams so odd? Because you're just like, fuck you, Psyche. Are you trying to tell me something? What are you? trying to tell me what is my human body need right now that this keeps coming up over and over and over and i've never heard anyone ever say i have this reoccurring dream let me tell you i am bouncing in a bed of rainbows and candy it is so much fun i keep having this dream i never hear that ever it is always really violent like my reoccurring dream when I was younger, I used to, we moved around a lot in life. And in one of the houses, I would sleep in my mother's room with my dad and I'd sleep on the floor. And I, almost every night, and for a long time after that, and then it just stopped. I had this dream that that house was bleeding from head to Ooh. toe, just like bleeding. And I was really little, like seven. Oh. And it kept happening for such a long time in my life and now it has stopped and i'm just like what were you trying to tell me well listen let's incorporate maybe two ideas the bleeding house and also for some reason i thought you were gonna i don't know why i had this premonition that you were gonna launch into the idea of you being zipped up in a sleeping bag that like with the zipper going all the way around so it's sort of like a coffin sleeping bag i feel like that's yours not mine hey not mine. <laughs> I'm just, you know, the creator that, of ideas. And that it's also really creepy, being stuck in a zipper bag. Yeah, I would. I I don't know if it would be my um, choice of bedding. <laughs> you know what would be uh, also another fucked movie is someone that like something happens in their body that they're 
not dead, but you know when the body reacts like it is dead and people are kind of confused, like it shows like those signs of being dead, but it's not. I don't know the term. Don't ask me. Okay, I've only seen it in movies, so therefore it's real. And um, like if that person was was tricked and they thought that person was dead and then they're zipping him up in that body bag and he is just like inside, cannot move, and he's just like, I am alive. Fuck, Fuck Bella, you guys. what the fuck are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Make you think haunting well, dreams. All right. On the first date, he Instagrams a picture of every food course. Does he Instagram story or does he Instagram grid? Why is it? Why is it? It's so important. What's the it's difference? It's such a difference. Gosh. Because it's like the grid is like everyone look at me. This shit is up here to show for time being. Okay. This is going to last pretty much forever until I decide to take it off my grid, which in difference of having a story up is like, oh, no big. Let me just snap a couple stories real quick. Put this up. Nobody's really going to view this, but I know everyone views stories more than grid posts anyway. So yeah. So it really depends. But doesn't it signify a different level of commitment? It's like I can commit commitment to, the food. to like this being on my grid for all of time. I mean, I like commitment. <laughs> if you're like, bro, let me put up every food sample of yours ever. <laughs> that is my commitment to the grid. Also, are you a lover of food? Do you appreciate the way a meal is made? When you look at it, you're like, this is appetizing. This is beautiful. This is a work of art just as we do every day. He and so it almost deserves a photo. Paella. What? Paella. What's paella? It's like a Spanish rice It's a Spanish oh, rice yeah. risotto-y thing. He loves it. I'm half Latin. I think <laughs> I can't say that I paella. won't eat that. Pa- oh, three pa- courses. Oh, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's You have pretty. to try the shellfish paella and then the chicken paella okay, can I and also then get the, the rabbit paella. <laughs> rabbit? Uh-uh. No, that's like... Somebody wants to eat rabbit on a first date. I'm just like, you just too adventurous for me. That's I like what? don't agree. Too with- adventurous for you. You are feel like the most adventurous person I've ever met in my life. Because because like eating a rabbit isn't good adventures. That's like bad adventuring. Well, how do you That's know? Like, don't eat a rabbit. Listen. Because they're cute, right? And they have them as pets. You can't. Is that why? Just don't eat a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. Okay. Um, all right. So is that a deal breaker? Do we decide that this dude, oh wait, if he, if it's a story, but still, do you want to be at dinner with something? This is just me being old. That's like on their phone all the time. Yeah. Taking a photo of everything. I don't know. It's hard for me to judge because I can completely see the point of view of like, yo, this food looks bomb. I want to take a pic of it. And especially if you're dating someone that is the same age as you and you're like, you know, it's just a different generation. This generation's like, let me take a photo of literally everything or it didn't happen. And I swear to God, if I don't have a photo of it, you guys are all murdered. What? <laughs> that is this generation. What if he sort of like surreptitiously kind of is, is snapping photos of you? Oh, no, that's that's it's different. It's like, you know, let me take a cute photo of you looking ridiculous eating paella. Then you're like, oh, okay. But then if he's like, let me take a ridiculous photo of you eating paella and post it all over every social media channel I have. Then you're like, oh, really? First date? I mean, but honestly, at that point, it's like you might as well post a photo of me because if you're going out with me, 
fucking somebody knows about it. And then if someone knows about it, the whole world knows about it because paparazzi are literally everywhere. And there's no way somebody didn't get a photo of that damn date anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just like, you know what? Post whatever you want. Fuck it at this point. Everyone knows. You know what? I wasn't even dating you and everyone thinks we're dating. Cruising down fucking sunset. (laughs) Okay. Um, during sex, he accidentally calls you by his mom's name. We just watched this movie. Okay. Where the girl yells out her brother's name, but it's because like she, the last time she saw her, her brother, he was in a car accident and he was driving them both. And they were talking about this guy. And like, she calls out his name in like the sense of like, like a form of PTSD and shock syndrome. And so like that, you know, under what circumstances did he call out his mother's name? <laughs> but also... Anna was not expecting this question right back. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, did he call out his mother's name? And you're like, oh, yeah. You know, or is it like, oh, no, we're not. His down. mother's name is Chellahorn. 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 So it's so hard it's to very, say. It's very confusing when he's... With you, Chellahorn, because you know the rhyming. It's like oh, Ugh. like he doesn't. It's it's like oh, Chellahorn, and you're like it's Bella Thorne. <laughs> I'm fucking. But do, do most men yell at the first and the last name <laughs> during sex? When you're really good. <laughs> I um, there was only one time that something similar has happened to me, and it was just awkward i was hooking up well not hooking up we were making out okay and then he said my sister's name danny who's right there and it was like the Danny. most who the fuck <laughs> i'm gonna tell you after okay because he felt really bad about it wait you never told like, your sister i thought is this new information wait, to you, danny do, you didn't know about this well she might have told me but i definitely I, don't it was remember way back when it's like know. a little okay. bit ago <laughs> And um, it was an awkward scenario. The and Thorn I looked sisters. at him and he looked at me and I was like, um, and he was like, just could not say anything. And I was like, I don't even need to be like, what the fuck? You just said my sister's name. Cause it's like, it's that awkward. You know, we're both thinking like, Oh, where do we go Let's from here? Let's pretend like we didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, like, are are we going to or like or is it just too obvious that if we we pretend that we don't hear it, then it's like you guys are fucked up. There's something wrong with you guys. <laughs> Those are really funny. We should start cataloging funny moments in life where like the party member, like the party members involved, both don't acknowledge the really awkward thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll put it in the. We'll put. Yeah, we got we got that right, Cass. <laughs> I like that idea. I feel I like I've it. had many of those moments. <laughs> okay, he is a furry and likes dressing up as a care bearer to have sex. He is a furry? Does that mean he has a lot of hair? No, no, no it's I think a it's a classification of It's um people who like to dress up as like animals in like big fuzzy costumes and like <gasps> We saw parties. this yeah. on that thing that yeah. one time. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm. In the movie, they're at a bonfire, and everyone was dressed up as crazy animals, and it looked like fun. They were all dancing around the bonfire, okay? And then, you know, people started to hook up, and it was like, 
is it weird that they're in animal costume or was it like they were just in animal costumes and then they were like, oh, let's, let's get dirty tonight. You know, but is it like a reoccurrence? Is it like every time or almost every time no, it's I want to like fuck you with the care bears? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like some weirder things. I feel like it's really odd. You never want to say to someone like, I don't like your sexual preference because it's like, everyone's into some weird shit. Why are you going to be the person to be like, what you're into is actually weird. Okay, the th- weird things that I'm into are like kind of weird, but your shit is like really weird is like... I know, it's, it's true. It's like shutting down. Yeah, like, it's like it's a little unfair to do and that. And I've got some nasty thoughts up in this noggin. I can't look at Sim while I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to leave the room. You become like such a brother. I know, I know. It's it's weird. It's weird. Like, I know, I know. Anyway, it's okay. What would you prefer, sex on the beach or sex in a hot tub? Oh, those are both kind of shit options. I know. It's like look, things that sound better than they are. Yeah, exactly. Because I know a lot of I don't know guys that Camping. don't realize this as much, but like sex in a hot tub doesn't feel great. Also, super open to different diseases. And like lots of different bacteria. Let me tell you, that water is disgusting, and you are plushing that right up in there. Plush, plush, plush. Keep plushing, and it's like, whew, that is scary. You know, how can you even get turned on when you're thinking of like this bacteria in my vagina right now? What's it doing to me in there? It's 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 scary. And and on the beach, ah. Oh. Sand, uh, sand all up in there. Keep scratching at everything. You're like, is that you or is that the fucking sand? I don't know. I guess the Miata is the only option then. <laughs> I don't know why I keep going back to the Miata. <laughs> what is the you Miata? might, you, you might be too young for the Miata. No, they don't even make the Miata anymore. <laughs> Mazda made us really tiny car back in the day. It was, it was a convertible, and yeah. where I grew up, it was like. There was like yeah, there was like one kid who had a Mazda Miata, and it was like, oh my god, he has a Mazda Miata. (laughs) (laughs) Cassie's gonna show it to you. Oh, that's a cute car. It's a cute car. Oh, I would like a Mazda Miata. This is cute. (laughs) Oh, vintage, nice. The vintage one is. uh, Let's see. Pretty sick. We were thinking of getting a hippie bus and just like (laughs) hippieing the bus out or or doing punch buggy because I have to learn how to drive sooner or later. So, do you really need to though? I mean, I think the self driving thing. I mean, despite the bad press, I think it's you know, (laughs) despite the bad press, the train has left the station. Um, Right? What the fuck am I talking about? (laughs) I love talking to you. No, but truly. Like you I need to in any sense that someone's hurt and then you're like great I'm the only one here you are hurt and I can't drive to the hospital so now I need to go call the oobs wait five to ten minutes for the oobs to pick us up then I gotta get you in the car then to the uh, mm, there's no, also that minutes uh, of life service on it. called 911 <laughs> <laughs> are you going to wait for 911 to get there or... am I gonna wait for oobs <laughs> Or if you drive, you go straight to the hospital. <laughs> and then you got to have the ambulance and it's Listen, an extra charge. If somebody is like, hurt is even serious? at my go- place, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be late at night and I probably won't be sort of, you know, qualified to, uh, to take anybody to the hospital. I take a lot of melatonin. 
Ew, no wonder why you have this reoccurring dream. It's so vivid. <laughs> so my wife is pregnant. When she's ready to deliver, should I call an Uber or should I drive there? Because I'm worried that if I drive there... And you're just so like, I'm so exact Right. But I'd rather... Or should I be in the back so I'm you know, consoling her? Or not, I, don't even know, I don't even know what to do if that happens. I think you got a driver. No. You have to drive her. Because She's, Uber will take five minutes or three, uh, three to five minutes listen, where I live. Uh, maybe it would be a good podcasting story if Amy would be like, okay, yeah, you can record me on our way to the hospital and the Uber driver will be amused and delighted <laughs> that uh, he gets to drive a woman who's in labor. And what it's a, a lot of pressure, story. right? It's a lot of pressure. Yes, you can't I'll have, have to go Amy Uber, I'll have to go high-end Uber, Uber, Uber uh, premium. I do understand, <laughs> though, your concern. I mean, like, the amount of people that might get into an accident because they're so high in anxiety because they're so scared and it's, like, such yeah. a rush of the moment. And you're like, you know, you just can't imagine your wife literally on her worst screaming at you being like, fucking suck a dick, Gimme. Yes. You know, your wife's like, she might throw some really angry things in your way. And you might be like, oh, oh my God, this is too much for me to drive with this right. kind of pressure and anxiety. Yes. Thank you, Bella. I think that's, I'm going to go with that. He is a sexual alchemist. What does that mean? Well, we had to look this up too. Cassie came up with it and we had to look it up. Um, he has sex, but he refuses to achieve orgasm. And why? why um, what's the philosophy behind it? Like a spiritual sort of self-control, like no, yeah, not releasing the. He doesn't mind if you do. <laughs> well, I'm probably not going to if he's not going to. It'd be like a turnoff. It, well, yeah, it would also just be like this is an equal partnership we're putting in here. You know, if if one person. Is, is is orgasming and the other one's not, then you're just like, well, I feel like shit. Like, why would I want that? You know, why would you want your partner not to orgasm and then you too? Then you feel even worse. You're like, oh, God, I feel like a shit partner now. I couldn't even, like, you know, make this happen for them and Listen, they made I, it happen for me. Uh, uh, I'm not into this guy either. I don't want to, like, argue this on his behalf. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's kind of a dick. He's... <laughs> He's pretty pretentious. <laughs> and he calls himself a sexual alchemist, so right there. Yeah, that's on his uh, and he Tinder. He loves yeah. paella. <laughs> I just love saying paella. God. Um, okay, you catch him stealing a pair of your underwear. Keeper. Nice. Yeah. You're really? Like, oh, you want, or do you want one of the dirty ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he totally does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he totally does. Uh-huh. Got a little glimmer in my eye right there. I don't know if you picked up on that, Bella. I feel like now's the time for the wink. Where do you live again? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, on the third date, you go to his house and he tells you that his roommate is a ghost. You got me. Bro, your roommate's a ghost. Are we going to stake this out all night? We're going to stay up. We're going to see this ghost tonight. Like, I'm staying over because no, no, you've no, no, said no. your no. roommate But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I think you're really cool. But Brian doesn't really, like, respond always to female energy. So it's not going to always, like, you know, Brian. Like, it's so fucked up. Like, every flag day, 
on every like I don't know. I want to say like Veterans Day, he'll, like he'll, like fucking come out and we'll chill. And uh, he's still like he loves to like play Minecraft and shit like that. Like I'll come home and Minecraft will be on. And he'll be rolling up. Yeah, well, I don't know. You know, I don't see him because he's a fucking ghost in our ocular uh, bulbs that we have in front of our, you know, our fucking gray matter. Uh, can't process like visually ghosts. So, but you could see like the blunt being rolled up, like in mid air. You're like, oh, bro, I'm glad you got it started. <laughs> Good nah, for me. No, nah, uh, he's only playing my. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I did always think like I was always intrigued. We've talked about this before on the podcast by like ghosty places. Like why like an apartment at the Oakwoods isn't haunted. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, every apartment at the Oakwoods is haunted by every drop of fucking semen that has been left on all those couches. Have you been have you been there before? When we came to LA, Oakwood the ghosts of was broken like, dreams. <laughs> Oakwood was like the thing. It was like I was a little bit younger. My uh, I have two sisters, Danny, and we have another one, Kylie, and and they are a little bit older than me. And let me tell you, the Oakwood hip hop happening place to hang out if you're a teenager. So let's explain to the listeners. So the Oakwoods is a it's like a furnished apartment rental place right down the street here yeah. in Burbank. And what they it's do massive. is child actors will come in for pilot season and they'll mm-hmm. live and if they, they book a show so the families don't have to like actually buy a house or rent a house mm-hmm. just to see how it goes. Is that what it is? So it's usually actors, right? It's just a regular apartment building, but it's just known <laughs> through the stage parents of passing on information to like go there and teens do bad things there. I, I stayed um, when I was auditioning for Scary Movie at the Oakwoods. I crashed. Really? Yeah, for a couple nights. Yeah, for sure. And then... And then I stayed at another apartment. I crashed with some other friends down the street. Yeah. Wait, what happens though at the Oakwood? So what do you, when you said semen, tell me about the semen. Yeah, tell us about the semen. <sighs> I mean, I've only heard stories, okay? Because I wasn't in the A hot semen. tub? <laughs> but things get down and dirty up in the Oakwood. Also, all those kids, like Danny said, are like... The place is pretty much infested by actors and everyone besides the actual like 
drug intake of like smoking weed and like getting drunk with all your closest friends because you all live in the same fucking place and your parents are upstairs so you're like hiding somewhere below like somewhere sketchy in the middle of Oakwoods you know besides all that it's like the competitiveness you know you gotta keep in mind too everyone in there and everyone's auditioned for the same role today and everyone's like oh you did it once I did it twice he asked me to do it twice. It was crazy. He even gave me direction. Do you know what that's like? Oh, you didn't get direction. Too bad. It's like the... I got a call back. <laughs> oh, you got a call back? I got a call back. Don't say it like that. I totally got a call back. I always get callbacks. Well, I'm screen testing next week. No, so. you're not. Man. That's fucking bullshit. Seriously, it is. It really is the gossipy circle i think it'd be fun one day a long long time from now bella let's develop a show about a couple of uh moms of young actors that are staying at the oakwoods and we just <laughs> fuck everybody honestly <laughs> that sounds awesome pilot season <laughs> <laughs> that that does sound awesome because I actually was writing a show about stage parents, a much darker show, very different show. That is awesome. Than two parents fucking everyone at the Oakwoods. Darker much that. darker. That's like that's like the comedy, like the Oakwoods, like the comedy version of it, and I love the comedy version of it. Well, listen, uh, there, there's uh, we have a lot of room to explore here. The Oakwoods is right for be, a show. There could be drama as well. <laughs> Definitely. I guess we're done. Right. We finished the things. Oh no. What do you want? Do you want to take a quick break and then do the calls? Yeah. Five minute break, pee, whatever. Yeah. And then, okay, let's do that. Like, is it so loud? Calling Sam. <laughs> she's in Baltimore and she's 25. Hello. Hey, Sam. It's Sim. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm going to introduce Anna right now. Hi, Sam. Okay. How are you? Oh, wait, Hi, wait, wait. Anna. Sim so just nice asked. Talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And Anna is going to introduce our special guest. I'm here with Bella Thorne and her sister Danny. They're both amazing. We've been having a great time. Do you guys mind saying hi? What's up? That's Danny, and that's hi. The breathy Bella. I honestly kind of want to ask you, how are you? Again, it just feels <laughs> like I need to know. I'm okay. Thanks for talking to me, everyone. Nice to meet you guys. And congratulations, Sam. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. We announced that I'm having a baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I'm such a loyal listener. So, Sam, tell us about uh, this emotional cheating. This What's going on with your boyfriend? We're going to try and help you with this. Okay, so the situation is basically this. I have been dating my boyfriend for about a year now, and everything has been going really well. Like, this has definitely been my most serious relationship. Um, about a few months ago, it started getting, like, a little rocky. Just to, like, try and summarize everything, there had just been, like, more than one incident of me seeing a particular girl's name come up on his phone who I didn't recognize. Um, and the first time it happened, he reacted pretty poorly, like got super defensive, like felt like I didn't trust him, which, you know, in hindsight is kind of a red flag. Like, why are you freaking out and mm -hmm. looking at something if there is nothing going on? 
Um, but anyway, whatever. So I moved past that. And then the second time, um, it was like actually an incoming phone call that I kind of saw over his shoulder and he reacted like a lot better to that one, like very understanding as to why I would be skeptical of that, but still was just sort of like telling me what was very clearly to me a lie, like said, you know, she's no one. They don't talk. This is just a girl that they hooked up a couple summers ago, but haven't talked since then. She's friends with his friends up in New York. Um, you know, maybe she sends him the occasional picture of like his friend doing something stupid or like maybe his friends took her phone and called him just like these lies, these, I don't know, these stories that are just like so blatantly alive. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're trying to pull, but he stuck to it. And like, no matter how hard I pressed him. So it was just, I was just sort of in a situation where I was like, I don't know. I didn't want to dump him just like based on a hunch. Like that didn't seem like the right option at the time. So I guess I just sort of accepted it and we moved on. So a couple of weeks from then, or maybe it was like a month, I had my phone stolen and he had given me his old phone. And for whatever reason, like I didn't, I didn't actually end up turning it on until like the next day when I was at work, he was all the way already on the way to California for a work trip. And when I turned it on, he hadn't cleared anything off. And there was like a full conversation with the girl, lo and behold, um, I read the whole thing and I mean, it was very obvious that like they had been in regular communication with each other. There wasn't evidence that like they had seen each other or anything like that. Like it wasn't sexting, but like it was still flirty and like obviously very hurtful that a, he was talking to another girl in the first place and B that he repeatedly blatantly lied about it to me. Um, so I called him out immediately and like his reaction was as good as it could have been. He was extremely upset that this happened, not that this happened, that he did this to me and you know, he was freaking out about it and extremely apologetic. He was crying. I mean, he said everything like, I guess I needed to hear at that time. And in the moment I felt like he was being genuine and everything. And I moved on from it. And I guess it's just, I don't know, clearly it's still in my mind. It's been like about a month later and everything's good and back to normal. And like, I believe he is a genuine person. Like I know he loves me and wants to be with me, but at the same time, I, I can hear myself repeating the story out loud and like trying to imagine myself as if I was my friend giving me advice and thinking like, am I just being an idiot? Like, would I be like, you're being stupid? No, and like, you, you need to just end it now. So that's, I guess, where I am. But, but, but so, okay, wait, I have a few questions. First of all, I think this has happened to just about everybody, a version of this. And um, I think that, um, okay, well, what, what do you, how long have what you guys you been like? dating as well? They think about a year, almost a year. Is that right, Sam? Yeah, I think it's a year, right? Hey, so, but, but what do you like about him? I mean, so many things. I mean, he's, I think we really complement each other very well. He's extremely smart and motivated. Um, he's funny and like we're very silly and goofy together, but I think he's also like, he's a, he can be an emotional guy too and he really supports me and everything. I mean. So, okay, I, we were talking earlier, there's two different things I want to touch on. Well, probably a lot because I talk a lot, but we were talking, we were all talking earlier about the pressure that especially women, I think, face to be in a committed relationship at a younger age and how we put my whole sort of ranting about, you know, trying to make a bad thing work that because it's some, it's like checking something off of the list. So I think that's just one thing to keep in mind as just in general, as you proceed through the aging process. <laughs> but the other thing is that <laughs> the first time that you drunkenly checked his um his snap text or whatever it was, um mm-hmm. did you you must have had an inkling 
mm-hmm. that something was happening, <clears throat> right? Like you yeah. must have, like, because I, I, you know, a, a thought like I should check, yeah, this. right? Like, yeah. so something was yeah. making something about the relationship was making you feel insecure, that's right? True. Right? I mean, yeah. I, I just don't, I, like, yeah, right. yeah, that's true. And and it doesn't feel great to be in that position because then you're also admitting like when you can during the confrontation you also have to admit your own guilt of snooping which fucking sucks um at the same time it's also like how do you not when you have a strong feeling that something's going on that you don't know about um and you you don't want to feel humiliated or blindsided or taken advantage of and that's completely reasonable i think it's so it's so smart of you to have clocked his defensiveness initially because in my experience, that has also been a theme. Um, like, like, you know, my high school boyfriend and then my college boyfriend would say things like, well, she tried to kiss me. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that means they fucked. <laughs> but also, you know, take in mind as well. It's like you went through those text messages, right? Well, no, I didn't. I thought you said that you went through them when he gave you the phone and you read through their whole conversation and you saw that. Oh, oh, yes, yes. No, that's true. I mean, once once it was like fully in my possession. <laughs> yeah, I read them all. I mean, first of all, bro, <laughs> how are you going to give your girlfriend your phone and think that you have something sketchy on there and you're going to leave it on there? That is like, I'm sorry. That is oh my very... God. Very I said to dumb. him, I was like, did you, did that cross your mind when you handed it? Seriously. <laughs> but, you know, also keep in mind, if it didn't cross his mind because he left it on there, there's not that much to be overly uh, upset about. You know, he was cool. just texting a girl and maybe it was but a wait, little how, bit flirty in which context. Well, that's the thing. So how, Sam, how were, how, like, how intimate were the texts? Was it like you know, what you up to, like, uh, at the bar with yeah, like my hard friends eyes. or, or you, right. Or, or was, was it like, like, I miss your nipples. Yeah. I can't wait Come to sleep suck on over. <laughs> I dreamt about you last night. Yeah. I was somewhere in between those two. It wasn't, mm. it really wasn't that it wasn't terrible or else. Like I couldn't see myself getting over it. It was like a little bit of like what you up to, but then like sometimes it would get a little worse and like talk about when they used to hang out or like, Oh, like, I, you should come visit me like she would say you should come visit me and then he'd be like oh yeah when but like not hmm. like you know nothing that was like actually was actual action but you know enough well, that he was like engaging in this it. might hmm. be a question for sim sim wait, as a guy <sighs> like bad I, that's what i think this is too. so bad i'm so i hate when i give bad i don't like being the guy that always seems to be the, the guy that gives the bad news to our callers because i love them so much and i don't want to see them go through something like this but what this guy is doing is keeping his options open true exactly what he's doing he did he did admit that he did admit that to me he like when i confronted him like what did you get out of this and he was like admittedly like it started early on when I guess I, which is terrible to say to you, but like where I didn't know where this was going and like now I'm so confident, blah, blah, blah. But so what do you, do your friends and family like him? Yeah, everyone really loves him. And like, I, I told a couple of close friends about this and I think it's hard for them to reconcile too, because they all think he's not, he's not like your typical douchebag guy where it would be easy to be like dump him. Like they see him as like a nice, genuine guy. Can I tell you, Sam, those are the guys you have to be really careful about. The only dumb move he made was giving you his old phone, but everything else is completely calculated. When you're texting someone you previously had a relationship with, you're keeping your options open. You're thinking along the lines of, if I'm going to keep her in my life, 
and just give her the occasional text exchange because if something happens with you, I could always go back to her and reopen that. It's scary, but also, are you guys getting married? Do you see yourself literally having kids with Maybe him? Maybe she does. The other thing, too, you know, sometimes friends and family liking the guy, like you were saying, Sam, puts additional pressure it right. mm-hmm. it's not on a relationship. Yes. But fuck, I think that you should always feel very valued. And I do think that it will always, there will always be an undercurrent of insecurity. Uh, the, that seed that he sort of mm-hmm. planted in in your relationship, and listen, everyone wants to feel attractive. Everyone wants to feel sexy and desired. So it's not like he's you know clear, he's clearly not like a a demon. But I also don't want you to be kind of paranoid all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah. that's exhausting. And life is short and... And you're all so young and it's only been a year and it's like if you guys are already having this kind of thing, it doesn't mean like he's a terrible person like you're saying, but maybe you guys are just young and you're supposed to be dating to experience these things to see if like, do I want to marry you? Do I want to spend all of eternity with you? (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. it's like... You know, maybe you're just having fun right now. Maybe on paper he seems like the perfect guy in like image and maybe he is like actually a nice guy, but that doesn't mean that like you're supposed to be with him. Maybe it just means that you're with right. him right now to learn these things and to mm-hmm. experience this together. And if you make each other better, then that's really good for now. You know, if this keeps popping up, that's doesn't seem like it's going to go away. Hey, Sam, it's it was two different girls that you know about. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even, I don't know what's better or worse, <laughs> but the, you know, these are the things that you know about. And, and it's just, I, do you think that there's anything that he could do that would completely reassure you? Is there like a grand romantic gesture? That's a really good question. Does he, mm-hmm. Thank you, Sim. Because I don't know what he I, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. Does he buy you like a racing horse, a, a race horse? That would, that, that won't prove that his would, commitment. <laughs> Bella with the bad news. <laughs> Not his emotional commitment, let's say. But but no, but but truly, like I, I'm just wondering if there's anything that he could do that or would make you that feel. You yeah, because because the thing is, is that if you do forgive him and you decide, you make the decision to move on from this. The thing is, is that this is this is a scar, you know, and you're young mm-hmm. to have this scar, and it's it's a young relationship to have this scar. And so, you know, in moments of insecurity and weakness and times of vulnerability in your relationship down the road, this will come up. And, and I, I'm, I don't, I just don't want you to live that life. I'm sure that you do love him and I, I'm sure that he loves you, but, um, this might not be his strength, you know? And maybe just mm-hmm. for right now. Yeah, you know, yeah, maybe it's like way later on you could like run into that dude and he's like, oh, yeah, I learned from those mistakes. But it's like you guys are young right now and that's like he is keeping his options open. And But like if you guys are having fun, like kind of as Danny said, like then whatever. Fuck everyone anybody right. ever says about this and that. Like <laughs> That's true, Bella. If, if you're not like literally trying to get him to put a ring on it and you're yeah. just having just as much fun as he is and, you know, maybe you also keep your options open a little bit, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like, it, it, a relationship is what you two decide. If you guys, let's say, want to even sleep with other people, you could do that. I mean, it is really to what your preference is. So if your preference is, like, we have a friend right now, you know, and like likes a guy a lot 
but is also like, ah, uh, I don't know. And we're like, well, you're just having fun. It's not that big of a deal if you're just having fun. And if you are, then, then great. But then keep in mind, maybe don't try and get too emotionally attached just in case this happens again. And then, and then it's going to feel worse. You're going to feel worse. It's true. We yeah. put we put so much pressure on ourselves because of like what our friends and family think as well and what we're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and how a relationship is supposed to be defined. But jealousy is is just the worst feeling in the world. And I don't I don't want you to um, constantly go through that emotion mm-hmm. every single time his phone dings. Yeah. Are you going to think, is it some girl hitting up your guy? You know? Yeah. So maybe this is if you feel like you you both are emotionally healthy enough to have a frank conversation about like, okay, listen, I don't want to feel paranoid about when your phone is dinging. Let's figure out sort of where we are. Do you want to explore other options and still have me in your life? If so, let's talk about that. If if that's something that you can handle, Sam. If you can't which I, I, I couldn't, I just don't think I'm emotionally built for it. I admire people that are, but, um, but, but I, no, definitely I, not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but, but I couldn't, but, but anyway, that, would that be better would to be know one. though. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, well, yeah. No, I, I asked, I asked him that we've had those conversations. This is all, you know, it's reassuring in a way, but I'm sorry that I've been cheated on. Listen, my high school boyfriend who I'll refer to as Chad, he slept with, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I, we see how those scars I'll, last. I'll, I'll, I'll pull, I'll pull you my, see how that scar tissue oh, yeah. never goes I'll, away. Oh, you, but don't feel too much pressure. I know like you're probably very driven career wise and it makes you want to check off. If you're anything like me, like check off the relationship part quickly and there's a wide world out there. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's not an actual time limit. It's just like what family and society and all these things have put on us. Mm-hmm. Especially like you were saying, as women and at our age, I'm also 25 and I don't feel in a rush to get married. I have an idea of when I want to get married, but man, all my other friends and like what people even try to put on me, it's just like, it's, it's actually kind of fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like men like have more time force. than we do. That's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> and the thing right. is, is that I don't know if like, even if he did completely stop all flirtation one i think like we talked about earlier that you would still feel have have a sense of a bit Mm -hmm. of insecurity but he may not ever like it it may be something that stops for six months but then he feels the need to get you know validation from other women i'm worried about i'm worried about this guy is so insecure that he's going to consistently look for that Mm -hmm. validation yeah and he he may never cheat, but it's it's just the yeah. the whole texting just to see if he still has it, right? Just to keep his options open in case something does right. happen. It's just I don't like it at all. There is one more important question: What? How many times do you orgasm <laughs> with this guy? You know, that is no, that's Damn, a serious Bella. important question because <laughs> yeah. like um, you know I don't know what kind of person you are, but for me, like sex is a really big part of a relationship in in my opinion. And it's like, that is like, if you're not complete, it's so hard to find someone that has all the check marks and is also the best person you've ever slept with that you're like, they get my body. They like, (laughs) yes, got this force around me, you know? And if he 
doesn't do that oh then girl why are we even still talking about this you need to get rid of him then yeah well yeah but you but you're right like it is it is like having been you know really physical with somebody is incredibly important but i i also and that that's something say i don't want to put you on the spot sam i mean i do when i don't you know what i'm saying <laughs> but um but i think that that's definitely somebody to take into consideration but i i just think that well i think what bella said is completely right that it is really hard to find somebody that is a good fit it is still worth the search Mm -hmm. you know of course of course um i don't want you feeling like uh that you're bracing yourself for a confrontation you know when you come home from work in Mm -hmm. case Mm -hmm. something happens and something and um I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, but this I is wish, hard. I know. I wish. I wish I could say like you should totally forgive him, and it's not that big of a deal. And you know what? Truthfully, we don't know the details of the content of the text, so maybe we would all have different opinions of that as well. I wouldn't. Yeah, but you, you kind of have to I judge wouldn't. that. I wouldn't have. Own. I would have the same exact opinion. Yeah. I think even if we were her close yeah. friends, it's still yeah. nobody can tell you what to do or what to and feel. And even if we say like, "Yo, go dump him," and all your friends are like, "Go dump him," it doesn't mean that that's going to feel right to you when you wake up tomorrow. It's like this is something you take day by day, and you got to keep your feelings into consideration, not his as the main one, because now you're in this point of like, "What do we do?" So. Look out for yourself right now. Sim, would it make a difference if in the text the girl was the initiator? No, they're both complicit. But that's complicated too because mm-hmm. we're in a time where like even like I I don't know. I've always felt that I have more guy friends than girlfriends and that's really hard when you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is complicated. Like I, I, I don't know. I just wouldn't be like, yo, you can't talk to a girl because I talk to guys. And then it's like, you know, it's like, it's true. If they are flirting and you're replying with that flirting, because guys hit, you know, guys want to get up on this. <laughs> when you reply with that, that's <laughs> like, are you interested now? I do. I think that Sam's gut is probably right. Yeah. I didn't listen to my gut very, very frequently. Well, that's and... why Sam wrote in because she, you know, she's going with her gut right now. I, I feel, I don't know, Sam, this is really, really hard. And I know you have a lot to think about. You have many discussions ahead of you. Well, you know what? And Sam, think about like, think about what you really, what you really like about him. If it is, you know, like you said, like his sense of humor, intelligence, uh, and then, you know, and also, you know, think about his level of integrity and how, what he gives to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And what you're going to miss if you decide to, uh, you know what, before you go to sleep tonight, Danny and I, we love to do lists and writing things down. We want you to handwrite a list of really all the positives and negatives. And not only just the, he's smart and he's funny. No, I want you to right. get detailed and I want you to say everything he gave me that uh, like that dryer sheet that he wrote on (laughs) the way he looks at me when he touches my hair it's like those those things you gotta really weigh out in yourself because like the worst part is like breaking up with someone and then being like oh i take it back done that now i'm so sad and i kind of just wish and it's another scar and now it's another scar but if he loves her he will take her back in a heartbeat of you course, know but I mean? now you like, have to keep in mind what he feels. Yeah. He yeah. feels also betrayed that she mm-hmm. broke up with him. So now he also has that. a disconnect. I think that, I don't know. I think that he. Yeah, that's, and, that's more what I'm scared about. That's more what I'm scared about in breaking up with him. Like, I don't, I feel like I agree with you guys in, in the sense of like, I don't feel like I have like a timeline or I need to check something off or whatever. Like, I know I'll be okay. But like, I just, 
think it would be a mistake. And I like, that's what's scary. I think every time you break up, you question that and you will miss him. And depending on how long you dated, which was a year, you know, you're going to miss him for a time being. And you might even think like, let's get back together. But that doesn't mean that you should or shouldn't actually in the long run, like live together and live a life. Right. So you will miss him no matter what. Also, keep in mind, if this was Prince Charming, you would know. Okay. That's true. You would know. Bella, you're saying so like don't act like it's things. the end of the world. You know, I'm, I'm playing all, all, all different sides. Yeah, you sure are. But I mean, she's got all true points, though. It's true. That's yeah, how complicated completely. this It's just is. kind of how I looked at it. It's like every every one-way street has four ways, okay? And and, and unfortunately, or fortunately, the, the human emotions are just so complex that we'd be a little bit ignorant to think of it only as one way. Because, you know, he's not even here. He's not even on the phone. Who knows? Who knows what he's Bella and Danny well. are going to fly to your hometown. We're going to come. We're going to meet They're this gonna guy. They're going to meet I'm going to kick his ass. No, I'm kidding. I don't endorse violence. Or do I? <laughs> when it comes to kicking this guy's ass. Hey, Sam, I'm really sorry. I don't, I don't know if you wanted to hear this, but um, I really hope everything... Sim and I are sort of voting for, um, for, for at least a break. Yeah, I'm voting. For, I mean, I'm I'm voting for a, a hopefully break nice. yeah a break and that eventually leads to a break because I want him to value you. It's not to like mm-hmm. that yeah. I want to like impose no, I appreciate heartbreak that. on you. But thank I, you guys for talking to me. Oh, thank you so much. Thank I'm telling you, you, you have I'm no. Such a big fan. Oh, I love you. And listen, I have to tell you that um, we are going to get. Uh, I think uh, so many people have gone through this exact same thing, and so you're you're you're, you're not, not alone. You're calling also. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, reassures a lot of people that, that this is, you know, a very, very familiar problem. Yeah. And I hope so. Thank you, Sam. Um, thank you. Please, All right, please keep us posted. I love you. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. We have one more call and then we can end the show. Don't you think that's, but see, it's... I, I, I agree. And I, I, I think a break is a good idea. Cause I do think he should appreciate her more. Like, mm-hmm. of course, but I also like, look, if you go through my phone, like there's hella guys mm-hmm. that write me. That's, like, but that's different though. You, if did you, you go through my boyfriend's phone, there's literally not like almost one Cause girl he's also like a guy's sister. guy. Yeah. But Some I guys are guy girls. Guy. <laughs> they have like, a lot of girlfriends. I'm he's like, had relationships with these other girls. That he's, yeah, he's had relationships in the past with other girls. Yeah, that's that's, that's, right. It's, that's it's already been there. He slept with these girls in the past. So. Hooked up is also like uh, it's it's a little hard. It's like how serious do you yeah. both take that relationship? All right, I think we're ready, guys. Okay, we're gonna call Dylan, and Dylan, he is in Northern California, and he is twenty five. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, Dylan. Hi, how's it going? It's, it's going, I'm sorry. Hi, we, we're, we're like, uh, dear listeners, I'm sorry about, we're having problems with our Skype connection. So hopefully you can hear Dylan. Dylan, say hi to Anna. Hi, is everything clear with my signal? Yes, Dylan. Hi, it's Anna Ferris. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm here with Bella Thorne and her beautiful sister, Danny. And Bella's beautiful as well. And Sim is very, very strapping today. <laughs> strapping. Hi, Bella. How are you doing? <laughs> um, well, kind of waiting to get a little, uh, little talk into you. All right. So, Dylan, tell us about your best friend's boyfriend. So basically what's going on is um, I'm having some trouble with um, one of my closest friend's boyfriends. Um, just to give you some background, this is a friend of mine who I've, I've known her literally since middle school. Um, we've been friends for like a decade. Um, we've been through a ton of stuff together. She said she wants me to be her best man. Um, so we're, we're super tight. Um, and then about a year and a half ago, she started dating this guy and Pretty quickly, they became, like, inseparable to the point that, um, you know, hanging out with her became, like, synonymous with hanging out with him. Um, and, and, you know, she just invited him everywhere without telling me. And, you know, I kind of just, like, brushed it off. And I was like, you know what? This isn't a big deal. If he makes her happy and I get along with him just fine, this is, like, a pretty fair price to pay for getting to see her as often. Um, but then, <laughs> fast forward a few months, um, later it was actually the day of the inauguration and i found out that her boyfriend is pretty conservative um he voted for trump he is an avid gun collector he has like hillary for prison bumper stickers um you know all of the ingredients shit and um uh they actually well you forgot about the home you told me about the homophobia as well yeah, no, we're, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> Sorry, I'll speed it up. Sorry um, about that. Basically, they were, they were kind of keeping it from me because they knew I wouldn't react well because, you know, I'm liberal and, and shocker alert, I'm gay. Um, and, you know, I, I did tell him that that disappointed me because I felt like it was sort of almost a betrayal to vote for somebody who stands against basically my equality in that way. Um, and he just said he didn't see it that way and, and we kind of just let it go for a while um but then over the next couple of months my friend kept reporting back to me and telling me you know that she would catch him calling his friends um fags um and you know hanging out with uh people who are really homophobic and you know she even at one point confronted him about it and said um you know if you keep behaving like this no gay person's ever going to be comfortable hanging out with you and his response to that was well, then maybe they just shouldn't come over. Um, so, obviously, that puts me in a bit of a Yeah, that feels spot. like in direct reference to you mm-hmm. since you're her closest It also friend. feels a little kind of fucked to your best friend low-key yeah. because you are her best friend. And she is dating this guy, which means at the end of the day, like, sometimes you do talk about politics. And if she knows this upsets you so much... I'm kind of really surprised that it doesn't upset her with all that is happening but, in the world. But wait, how does it not upset uh, her? But I wonder why she felt the need to relay all True. of this information. That's a really to good point. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I mean? Like, uh, like if, if she, like I, it's hurtful. I just don't know what hurtful, her, and she's causing trouble. She's like she, asking for she, you to be upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And she, so she, she's, she's missing you. It sounds like you know, and that's a way of getting your attention. And and I don't know if that's her saying like subconsciously, like please tell me to break up with this guy. Same. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, but but that's also that's not a position to put you in and and that could also put you in the like even more in the middle of whatever is going on in her life to me this this sounds like she's at a she's at a pretty complicated place in life and i don't know if um i i I just that like her her behavior confuses me a little bit like why she she needs to tell yeah. you well the thing is like i guess you know the, the obvious answer there is that he does to his credit treat her really well um and you know he's actually there for her i know for a fact that she's had really shitty boyfriends in the past um so i mean maybe that's kind of overshadowing the fact that they differ so fundamentally right Did you say they're getting married they're not getting married um they are planning to move in together though oh, okay. um, this summer and well, she's talked about getting married to him. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, oh, boy. I, I mean, she's putting aside how he treats other people because he treats her well. And it's like coming from bad relationships or any in that sense, I can definitely see how finally you get a good one. And you're like, oh, it's my holy light. He's there. And then you're like, oh, but he's also kind of a dick. Oh, what do I do now? But I still think it's really fucking weird that she just tells you all these things that she knows is going to hurt your feelings. It's it is like on a set almost like she's basically asking for you to be like, hello, this is offensive. What do you see in him? Like besides him treating you well, like how do you think he treats other people? Like so Dylan, so you really love her and you miss her. Um, do you see, you know how sometimes with friendships that you've had for a really long time, there's sort of a natural progression of distance and growth because I think there's a couple of, there's a couple ways you could go. One, I think is if you really value and enjoy her current like presence, not in terms of nostalgia, um, but like the like your current like if you love hanging out with her you love seeing her you guys make each other laugh whatever truly like it, there is a distinction between like the nostalgia friendship and the in current friendship and so i think you either can be a great listener you know and and hear like and and of course she she knows that um, that your politics, you know, don't line up with his politics. You know, of course she knows that there's a big gulf between you two. And I think you either choose to just sort of be a great friend, which means being fucking incredibly generous, which kind of fucking sucks sometimes. And, and just sort of waiting it out because I don't think... It, I don't think you can convince, in, in my experience, you can't convince a friend to break up with another person. No, and never works. It just fucks up your relationship. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I think you are, like, you have to weigh what the value of the relationship is in in your 
place that you are at right now, I think, and then move forward. I think it would be incredibly kind of you because it sounds like he might be kind of an angry angry young man i was about to say it sounds mm-hmm. like he's putting a lot of pressure on her like it sounds like he's such an aggressive person that if she dare disagree with him i feel like when they talk about this kind of stuff and she's like but it's my best friend he's so mm-hmm. overpowering to her that she is just like it almost feels like that's why she calls you on the phone yeah right it's because she knows it's so fucked up she just wants you to or, be like oh my god why are you with him like fucking break up with him like no yeah dylan do you think that do you get the sense that she's a pretty she, that she's a lonelier person does she need you more than you need her yeah, I mean, that's that's the strange thing. She has a good amount of friends, and she's probably the most self-possessed person I know. Oh. Um, to the point where <laughs> I, I just can't even make sense of why she would settle for somebody who is so drastically different from her on, on this level. Because she's a, an incredibly confident person, and she's very, very firm in, in her beliefs, in her politics, and in her in her social beliefs and she's very outspoken too huh uh, this is interesting well I, I guess i feel like then by her telling you all this stuff that she needs your attention that she misses you and um and i i you know oh god i i, I sort of feel um like being sort of patient with her because I, I don't i don't know how you argue to like break up with somebody yeah you don't want to lose her unless there's like abusiveness or it's gonna play itself out yeah 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 and that's that's my thing like i i i very much agree with you like i i totally don't think that it's ever a good idea to try and like tell somebody they shouldn't be with somebody Mm -hmm. it can only affect like the friendship more so than it would affect the relationship and dylan what i what I do wonder is like, is there room for me to say something about the way that I feel he's affecting you want, our yes, friendship? Yes, you have yes, to be honest. Yes, and you know what? You have the fucking right. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are not silenced. That's not right. What he's saying isn't right. And I swear to God, if you were in the same room as him and you don't speak up to him, I would be sad for you. And and uh, speaking from, I'm I'm bisexual, so n- not that I have had uh, it like at all as you have in this situation. But no, no, we did not work this fucking hard for this dumb truck to just shut us <laughs> up and talk down like yeah. you're not a human being as yeah. we all are. That is that you're not, not fair. Yeah. You are allowed to stick up for yourself. And you know what? If she is like, whoa, fuck you because of it, yeah. I'm sorry. You got to rethink that relationship yeah. top to bottom because she should stand by your side. She should know that what you're saying is right. You have the right. But you know what? Also, Dylan, though, too, there is a world where, and this is me being 41, <laughs> and a mom <laughs> I think that maybe also if 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 your encounters with him like face to face have been awkward and maybe sometimes like an undercurrent of tension but most of the stuff that you're hearing um about his beliefs is is from your friend I think that exposure and communication and like you know and and love and open-mindedness like you you could um you could be a gift to this person it's true in a fucked up 
Sorry, I it's know. Just, it's just that hard such to like, like the uh, kindergarten it's, teacher. It, 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 but it, it's right. But it also I Listen totally understand. To a story <laughs> that <laughs> you're so right, but oh Love. god, but it's so I don't, annoying. I don't want to be like the educator for this. No, guy. first step is <laughs> no, 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 no. In that, that, listen, I do, I'm not saying that that is your job at all. But I think it's important for you to to weigh the. Um, importance of of this friendship too you know and what her whatever her journey is and, and what you mean to each other mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think danny's right the the first step is definitely telling I was her right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta let her know your feelings to be honest because then if something comes out and something is said and you get heated and you say something you didn't want to say and she had no idea you even felt like that yeah. then it's really not a good situation because then it kind of makes her not rightfully, wrongfully want to pick her boyfriend's side because yeah. she feels like he's been telling me everything, but you've been keeping your feelings from me. So I feel like, yeah, you should definitely kind of let her know, uh, talk about it, you know, and also see where her head is at. Okay, girl, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. well, instead of like outright judging her for what she's dating, it's more about how this is affecting you. Sister yeah, fight, sister fight, yeah. <laughs> but you know, because like when you go at a person about like who you're dating, it's like then she feels defensive. But if you're just talking about how the things that she said makes you feel... If you ask someone if they're happy, they're gonna by default say, "I'm happy." Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm good. But you know what I mean? Like, I think that it's at least it's something that it's it makes Dylan not open the conversation with it all. Sorry, mm-hmm. Dylan. I don't mean to talk about you like you're not here. You are. No, no. You are right here in Hollywood, California. <laughs> <laughs> on sims phone but um but no but but it, but you know like i think you don't want a to make her feel like person. you're attacking exactly her. like it's good to open mm-hmm. up the conversation with like like do you see yourself with you know i like i'm like are you really happy it seems like you are i don't know i, I i'm terrible at this shit oh, fuck. but keep in mind you don't want it to feel like a um like you're fishing or like you're mm-hmm. interrogating her because then she's going to immediately feel like, whoa, I kind of feel defensive. Yeah. Why? And you're not on my side. Yeah. Like Danny and I have had talks about boys all the time because, you know, I might date somebody that Danny doesn't like or, or the other way around, vice versa. And then it's like those talks, <laughs> but they're not fun. No. Yeah. It sounds like she really, and, and, but it sounds like she just really misses you truthfully. Like, cause I don't know why, she's instigating sort of all of this stuff with you it maybe maybe you can have some one-on-one time with her yeah yeah maybe you can prefer paraphrase it as uh, girl time like you know no yeah, to yeah. your guy friend just like <laughs> no to him yeah, don't true. bring him yeah danny yeah. kind yeah. of like loki when she wants to see me or we're in town like we we definitely like paraphrase it in each other like that we both know that we want to just spend time with yeah. just us because so many of the time there's so many people around mm-hmm. and there's so-and-so boyfriend and so-and-so mm-hmm. came over and it's like that one-on-one quality time yeah. just becomes like any other time you know and and this is not a talk to be having in a group discussion especially because everyone's going to agree with you Mm -hmm. and then she's going to feel like everyone's really attacking her but i do also think that there's like like back to another issue which maybe i don't know maybe we can talk about 
later too in, in different podcasts because is the nostalgia friendship, you know, versus sort of the current friendship. And sometimes people... It's just, a blurred line they, for yeah. sure. They, they grow, really good point. I know. Mm-hmm. You just grow apart. And, and, yeah. I've, I've had you, so many friend breakups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do totally know what you mean about that. Like I've, I've seen from like an outside perspective, tons and tons of those nostalgia friendships. And I'm like, Ooh, that's not going to last. But this is like the rare situation where I actually like the person that she is now much more than the person that I knew. Like I've gotten much closer to her in recent years than I was say like 10 years ago. Oh, that's really nice. Mm. That's really strong. Yeah. That does say sense worth a talk (laughs) for sure. Yeah. 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 Something work a, uh, like worth a work. Let us know. Yeah. Please let us know. Give us an update after you talk to her. Yeah. I will. I will. I'll, I'll talk to her and I'll, I'll get her alone and let her know how I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and, but you know, open it up. I think with that you miss her. Mm-hmm. You yes. A hundred percent. You got to real sugarcoat this yeah. low key. Cause we all are angered up inside mm-hmm. about this. Cause it's a fucked situation. You yeah. have the right, but I also think Bella might fucking hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really stroking I'm this chair. I'm not I'm here. <laughs> you know, but these kind of things, like they do get me really like, Oh mm-hmm. man, they get me fucking angry. They get me really <laughs> That's what's crazy about two opposites like that dating is because like, not to say that nobody should have opinion, but when you hear kind of someone like that with that strong of opinion against yours Mm -hmm. and you're just like, I can't even imagine thinking that way, you know, it's like, how could you Mm -hmm. actually get along? I don't know. It's, that's hard. It's so baffling. Will you keep us posted? Cause you're not alone. You know, this is, this has been, um, you know, uh, uh, a crazy time yeah a lot of like you know a lot of anger and it's it's unfortunate but Mm -hmm. let's all fucking love each other right you ding dong sim (laughs) i I agree absolutely uh dylan thank you so much thank you i love you thank you so much love you and honestly thank you so much for having me i'm i'm like so just glad that i got to be on the receiving end of your amazing advice (laughs) oh that's so you're amazing thank you dylan all right. Have a good day. All right. Bye. 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 Good night, dear listeners. Are we going to wrap it yeah, up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, Bella, would you like to sing a song? Oh, look at your dog. Tampi. <laughs> we are the moms <laughs> of Oakwood. Oakwood. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on that a little bit. I do that with my son all the time. We do, we do drugs with our kids. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. It was like, I'm cutting that out. <laughs>